welcome to Multiverse of Mind presented by Minded Hands, a podcast where we will take you on a journey towards different universes of human mind. As a mind enables us to be aware of the world and our experiences to think, feel, and behave. I have an analyst and my co-host Akash Shagar. We are a group of counseling psychologists working towards normalizing talking about mental health. In our first season, Beyond Professions, we talk about the professions and go beyond the stigmas that are attached to it. We also talk about the thought process that goes beyond the social image of the uh, profession. Today, we are going to talk about music. They say, where the world sleeps, the music speaks. To speak to us in his unique uh, music form, we would like to invite one of such unique personalities, Gladson Peter. Gladson, who is a one-man band, as he likes to call it. He plays 16 instruments simultaneously and is truly a one-man band. He even sings while he plays the instruments and is very interesting to see how he plays it all together. He has one of the most unique talents which he has mastered. He is one of the 50 people in the world that could do this. What's your journey uh, till now be like? Like, how was your journey since your childhood towards towards what you do right now? Uh, just in a small thing. All right. So to keep it very brief, uh, this wasn't my dream. A lot of people say that, wow, you have uh, achieved your dreams. Uh, this wasn't my dream as in, I didn't dream that I wanted to become someone like this. I wanted to become like my father, which is, he, he's a pastor. So he helps people. He prays for people. And those are the qualities I really enjoyed uh, watching and thought maybe I could be one of them. Uh, and another two things was that I always wanted to be a drummer. And, uh, you know, uh, and the third thing is I wanted to always be part of uh, bike stuff. I'm a crazy, I-, I love biking and stuff like that. So my childhood dream, one of them was to... Uh, I was aspiring to be a motocross racer, you know, especially uh, not the MotoGP, like the motocross where they do the stunts and all yeah. that. Um, so these three things were like primarily what I wanted to be. Um, but then again, very recently, I started mentioning this, that it is also in a way a dream come true. Why? Because uh, in a dream, I was, uh, like they say, I have a lot of faith in God. So, um, God spoke to me in a dream uh, and showed me the image of what I drew when I was younger. And, um, you know, he asked me to say, put all the instruments together and play. So, yeah, that dream did come true. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had ups and downs just like everyone is. And I'm grateful for all of them. Some of them were quite low. And I think uh, those are the ones which have shaped me into who I am right now and um, the highs are just um, I can only say I'm very thankful so it's it's been quite a journey and I'm enjoying every bit of it I know that this is not the end Uh, there's a lot more so so far absolute brilliance that's great I mean you know pursuing something that would come up later on without, you know, even having other patterns 
and then you know it's something surprising and you know as it comes you just yeah play. yeah so since you are into you know you're a musician and you're into you know a lot of instruments and stuff so when did you first get passionate about you know playing the instruments yeah so i think uh when i got my toy keyboard uh when i was really young uh my father he taught me how to play happy birthday right and uh, i think uh, quite immediately i figured that you know i enjoyed sounds uh, i i enjoyed the sound of music being very melodious and stuff like that um so this came in at a very young age and i think how i can put it is it only developed and it kept getting better and better yeah that's that's really interesting and i think uh, so can we say that you belong to a musical family so like your father taught you the keyboard right so yeah um i wouldn't i would say uh, music yes it has been a gift uh, to both my parents uh, my dad plays the keyboard the guitar he also sings and my mom also sings so we've all been part of choirs and all of that so i think the genes just got passed down hey that's that's really interesting however yeah, yeah however uh, they did not they kept it as a passion and they use it in churches they use it where they can uh, uh, but for me i kind of twisted it and put more focus on it so now i am partially in the profession of music so yeah. yeah so uh, i just wanted to ask you about your supporters as your dad supported you your mom supported you as they already know about music so who was the biggest supporter or a mentor or a role model that you had uh, in the course of your career um i don't really know about the course of my career that way cuz if it's about career i would have to pick and uh, point it out to music and uh, i didn't have a, a particular role model in the field of music per se until i found uh, mr jake chima wukuro he is he is an ukulele player from hawaii and um, i watched i stumbled across his upon his video in i think the year 2011 or 2012 uh, when i was in college and uh, my my inspiration uh, i i i don't really remember who else i followed before that um, as ardently as uh, jake shima bukuro uh, a lot of things he did uh, kind of um, uh, stayed with me the reason being i was a huge metal freak i was i have been uh, also kind of playing metal when i was younger i was in a lot of rock bands uh i had my own rock band and stuff like that so uh a shift from a heavy uh musical genre on to a very soulful play with the ukulele was a big major change even i asked myself like wait what is happening why am i not listening to metal music so much not it's not that i don't listen to it now but it's reduced in in the equation if 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 i can put it that way and um um 
yeah, my role model still remain, remains him because there's a line, particular line he said, and I was able to resonate with that, which is that the ukulele is such a small instrument. It has its own limitation. And uh, because of that limitation, it inspires him and motivates him to uh, do more with the less. And uh, I have been able to put that onto every other musical aspect of me. But yes, apart from Jake Shimabukuro as a musical mentor, I would say I really look up to my uh, mom and dad. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Uh, so, you know, since we were just earlier talking, like, you know, you have been busy with the shows and, you know, with all uh, the upcoming events. So, at, mm -hmm. you know, this has become your profession. So we just want to know how you, you know, manage your professional life and your personal life as, you know, with a busy schedule. I think uh, I've had to forget a lot of my personal life as such. Um, so it's kind of like, it's even now it's kind of just mixed. Uh, but I do take time out sometimes. Um, so here's the thing. When we do a show, uh, both my youngers, younger brothers are very much a part of it. Uh, we we go for shows together along with my other other team. Um, my mom and dad always help me to get ready and make sure everything is uh, part of it. So I don't really know if there's a there's quite a lot of bifurcation between the personal and the professional life. It's almost like right now I'm not the only one gigging. Everyone is a part of it. So, um, and also this is not like work work. Um, it doesn't come off as work work because you're still playing music and enjoying every bit of it. Um, there's also other sides of it than music because um, my musical instruments are engineered a certain, a certain way and there is no actual engineer involved in this. So we are just uh, uh, three of us who keep geeking out on new things. Uh, we love to try new gadgets. We love to experiment new ways of um, uh, technology or mechanical aspects and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think uh, these things have just blended in. But apart from this, uh, there are a couple of hobbies we all have. And I think during the day, we try to pursue them. I guess so. We have talked about your role model and uh, the things that motivate you but so there are certain times that you you were down uh, maybe there are there were lows in your life or in the music industry itself so what motivates you in general to wake up in the morning and perceive this the whole thing as uh, as a career uh, so there are a lot of things that put me down but few things that keep me up which is I know that when I share my story uh, someone out there is getting touched or being uh, spoken to uh, and I don't know of it. You know? Um, there are many times where I felt like I just want to quit because first of all, I probably wasn't getting shows, you know, uh, so it's difficult financially and very stressful as a musician. Okay, okay what is happening? What, why am I doing this? Um, so there are many times you want to quit. Uh, times where uh, or times where it is oversaturation, where there, there must be plenty amount of work and you just 
don't have the energy physically or mentally to go for it um, but there are things uh, the results uh, of this or um, yeah when people come and tell me that they are inspired um, when people come and say that hey we've quit smoking uh, hey we've quit doing things which harm us um, stuff like that you know when people say that they are motivated they are like uh, they say um, that okay you were at a low and we are at a low right now and you never gave up and this is the result okay wait you know what even i want to do something and uh, let me give it a second time you know second choice a second uh, attempt and uh, things like these when i listen to them say all this i'm like yeah i think you know what let's just keep going it's fine and eventually i think i went past that point and now it's more like um now the things that keep, keep us going is five years it's been five years as a one man band and times when it was stressful yes you felt like quitting uh times when you heard that people um you know are inspired yes that keeps going right now uh, as we speak uh, what keeps us going is that we have started to explore uh, crazy innovative ways of doing the same thing or um or magnifying the entire thing to a whole new level so one of the drives is that wait you know what we are just creators not uh, not social media creators creators in like you are actually making something which is probably non existent uh, or never done before so let's work on that so these kind of factors are what is probably keeping me going and so you must have so this is an unusual art uh, let's say in the in india itself it has an it has been an unusual thing to being a musician and especially what you do it's it's one uh, one of the like you are one of the 50 people in the world who can do this which is very yeah. niche and uh, so there might be some social pressure or the peer pressure that you might be getting because you are a musician and you are into uh, the art form uh, such as music so do you get any social pressure Yes, a hundred percent. I always feel like, oh, uh, what am I going to miss out on if I don't do this? Um, because yes, although it's a different thing, I don't know what works and what doesn't work. Like for example, if there are uh, four musicians, let's say two are drummers and two are guitarists, and um, they are following a particular trend right now, uh, they can just be. one better than the other but for me it's like it's a positive side to look at it that okay there can't be another recreation of this so what i do is the only one but at the same time i'm not really sure if it will work or not so uh, i try to overthink uh, i don't try to think i overthink and i try to calm myself that okay you know what sometimes it's best just to do it uh but i've missed out on a lot of uh, areas that way but i'm working on it but i'm trying to see um i'm trying to tell myself that i don't have to fall in for a social uh pressure to be honest I, and i think during the lockdown we've all seen uh, uh 
huge hit in trends and everyone wants to do the in thing i try to be a part of it and i still try to be but i don't know if i want to sell myself to that uh or rather stick to what i'm able to do and keep doing it at its best um yes at times i felt like i try not to get into it because um yes it is quite some uh, quite a lot of stress that way uh so that means you're creating your own stress okay, okay today it's this tre- uh, trend and tomorrow it's that trend i think i've just given into the fact that if i if i do it i'll do it if i don't do it it's completely fine i'm at that uh state of mind right now okay yeah so like do you take this overthinking how to what extreme do you take it and then you get yourself back to it i think up to the point uh, i i don't have a lot i i can't stretch it too much because i have uh, multiple things uh, which i also do i mean so if uh, it, it's not just the one man band i look after uh, i also run a music school uh, and then a couple of other projects uh, so if i overthink and stretch it too much i'm actually eating into uh, the time which i could allot for something else so i do it only as much as i can uh, not beyond that but earlier yeah i think i wasted a lot of time that way but that's it's been a learning that i shouldn't so yeah keeping yourself busy with other stuff and other projects you know really yes. your overthinking yep. so this yep. is something i would like to you know tell our audience here's a tip how to you know control your overthinking because this is something but natural and we all go through it and uh, keeping yourself busy and occupied would some way balance your 100% and i think uh um i think for the longest period of time i would have called myself a workaholic because i wouldn't be able to um see myself doing nothing for like 10 minutes and i'm working on that so yeah there there was a time i i've never really watched as many movies then I, there was a time when i was like you know what i need to calm myself i i shouldn't just keep working working so i started watching netflix um i watched uh, um a lot of other stuff so i was like yeah this is a new thing so um i think it's always good to switch off and switch on a little bit every now and then yeah you know you need breaks and you know, and like i like you said you know you need to switch on and switch off that way absolutely yeah um so coming to our next question um you know we all are we are fascinated with the fact that you play 14 instruments at once so we want to know how did you train yourself to synchronize with all of it and you know because it's a journey that you trained yourself into it so we want to know how uh so here's the thing this is i think probably the toughest question to answer and um i don't think i've trained myself into it i think it's something i try to articulate in words later because for the longest period of time when this question was hit to me i know my answer which is no i did not train myself into it and i did not do anything for it then i did kind of try to break it down later because i know that 
okay not everything in life has answers but uh, if you think a little more maybe you can find a little answer so um, i think i figured out that my body is able to multitask um one hint or one clue for me was that as a drummer uh, four of your limbs do four different uh, uh, you know they they have four different actions as compared to a guitar guitar where your left hand uh, and right hand are doing two things you don't have to do anything with your legs whereas a piano like not a keyboard like a piano it has pedals down but you can articulate you can use them to kind of change a little bit here and there so as a drummer i think my mind was capable of uh, figuring out couple of other things uh, as well and not just one monotonous um, uh, one activity not a single string um later i also figured that i was able to run my concentration through two and two to three different things so to be honest uh because my mind uh, because i had played a lot of other instruments so my body eventually learned how to play other instruments and the only uh, thing which was left was to kind of attempt to stitch uh, different activities together mm-hmm. so um yes i played guitar for a long time yes i played keyboard for the long time or piano for a long time so if you only see any of my older pictures or videos um my guitar has a melodica bit onto it the okay. melodica is very much like a keyboard but it's a wind instrument yeah, yeah. um so so i i figured that i don't really need my whole uh finger i don't really need all my uh fingers or my whole hand to play the guitar because if i had to play it with my uh fingers instead of using five fingers i can also use like two or three fingers that's more than enough uh same goes with the keyboard and the piano i just figured that not all the time do i actually use all my fingers at the same time sometimes it's just like two or three or one depends really um so when i was designing that thing uh, that particular uh, arrangement uh, or design yeah. i figured that four of my fingers could put, uh, handle the melody on the keyboard whereas my thumb can i mean it already has this action yeah so so let's just practice it a little bit so that i can play the guitar with this and play the melodica with this um so those kind of things um and eventually also figured that my body is able to think for rhythm because rhythm was already in me uh, sometimes like for example i can't swim even though i've tried so much right sometimes we just have something sometimes we don't have something and we have to just accept that some people have to put a lot of effort for a particular thing so i have i have put a lot of effort into swimming but i still haven't really succeeded i can swim like little bit and then i'll go down <laughs> but at the same time for me multitasking rhythm and all these things kind of actually came in i think with this package <laughs> so so all i did was um 
so the thing about art is the more you do it the better you get uh yeah. uh as opposed to consumption of food the more you eat the lesser you have to eat right <laughs> or you'll feel full you can't have more but thing about art is the more you do it uh the deeper you get into it more things to explore and stuff like that so i think it's all about training your mind um to do a particular task b uh and then the second task uh and then just training them to put it together i know a lot of people keep asking uh musicians or singers how do you sing and play a guitar at the same time it is so difficult i think uh, that is when i get put on the spot i don't want them to ask me how do i do all this together because <laughs> i have no clear answer but to say that practice is the only way but again it doesn't justify for everyone because i think i have figured that there are some things which uh, people can do and some things which people might find a little difficult to do not can't do but might be a little difficult to do so uh, there's a lot of pressure about performing on to stage and in in uh, situations so how do you tackle the stress that that you have while performing um, performing somewhere or the other um i'll put it to uh, i'll i'll look at it in two perspectives um yes there is a lot of uh, stage fright and all that so here's the thing uh, you know we get comfortable in a certain task yeah right so um for me being on stage is a very comfortable zone um so i think it's it's the same for a lot of people like um a lot of people can't sit in the um if they are in a car they got to be the one who's driving mm-hmm. you know and once they are driving even if they're very drowsy they'll be very comfortable they will keep us all safe and stuff like that uh so that is one side to it which is uh doing the same thing over and over again you eventually get really better at it but on the other side of the spectrum when it is uh how you handle it is i think i i think uh, is a is a part where i'm also still trying to learn because um, when i tell people about something it just feels like oh it's just very fancy that you feel very comfortable so you know um so it doesn't really help the answer but uh, i think one of the things is doing it over and over again uh, doing it for small uh, audiences uh, is a great way to start i think um the more number of people you see all of a sudden you start thinking oh, they're going to judge me for this that so even the tiniest and silliest, silliest of things uh, can come and affect your uh, head saying that oh everyone is going to know actually here's the thing every performer does so many mistakes and well no one really finds out <laughs> or uh yeah no one really finds out and even i've had that thing where um i i have it even now that oh i i screwed up so bad but honestly i know later that you know what only i know how bad it was so what is the fear so the next time i go on stage and do it uh i'm just like okay chuck it i'll i'll just play it no one is anyway going to know 
um so that is one way to start overcoming the fear of uh stage or being in front of people uh basically stage fright anxiety uh and all that kind of things but i think the best way to uh look at it is just keeping the keeping on doing the same thing over and over again i know that a lot of people who are probably watching this uh are also right now content creators who wouldn't be content creators 2 years ago because 2 years ago we didn't spend so much time in front of the camera in front of the screen uh even now a lot of people shut their cameras and stay for meetings but during the lockdown it has made i mean if you're not in front of the camera you're not part of the world yeah <laughs> so situations have uh, turned it around for a lot of people so i'm sure i have seen a lot of people pick up the ukulele uh, they have been so camera shy but they've picked up the ukulele they've picked up instruments they've picked up uh, public speaking and sure enough they can't really talk to a live audience of even uh, 50 people but in front of the camera i think they just kill it and uh, that is because they kept doing the same thing over and over again so now they're very comfortable so in front of uh, people that should definitely work and now it, for me it's more like i'm just waiting to see more and more people in front of me and like you know it's like something i'm really looking forward for um but back in the day yes even i had it a little bit but a lot of situations uh i did try to look at it positively and the very fact that all my friends came and told that hey you know what no one else knows that uh, you screwed up so it's, it's fine That's so fine. those kind of things helped me and i kept doing it over and over again yeah absolutely that's the key tip uh you know you are screwed up no one knows that so yeah go ahead yeah like i i really you know agree with your points when it comes to you know people having stage fright and all the more you practice the more you perform in front of people you know gradually it starts so i would like to tell audience again there's another tip here if you are having a stage fright or you know you are anxious about performing in front of people start it with a small amount of people small yep. and eventually then go ahead with a large number of people yeah i think the larger number of people will automatically come to you uh, we just i, I know a lot, a lot of artists uh, who just kept performing to a small audience all the time and um yeah and now they perform in such huge places and they also say the same thing hey i never really look forward look forward to that or i never knew that this is going to be part of my life even i i say the same i started so i've been a street performer for like 3 years i think 3 years 3 to 4 years 3 years 2 years 2 3 years i think um yeah i'm so bad at dates uh so i used to work with an org- organization called nspa uh which was natural street for performing arts and we were licensed to perform in public places in 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 and around mumbai so i have done so many shows in all the metro stations in a couple of uh, uh railway stations a lot of parks a lot of public places like the museum uh and places i would have never imagined to see a concert to be honest 
and uh, i was very very nervous uh, i had so much fright cuz firstly we didn't have a setup all you were given is a time slot in a particular place you just have to take your instrument or sing in that place and basically there is no audience as such whoever likes your music just stands and appreciates and you have an interaction like amazing grace has been poured on you and it's amazing absolutely <laughs> so yeah i guess uh, so i we just wanted to know about uh, how you how important is mental health to you and how do you take care of your mental health uh, routine i think i'm i would it would be safe to say that i'm working on it because a lot of things um a lot of things are new to me um a lot of things are still surprising me and at times uh, i have i'm a very emotional person and uh, uh i feel things uh, i don't not because a lot of people say that men don't care men don't feel things i think i'm on the other side of the spectrum i feel it i empathize i sympathize and uh, i also allow my heart to feel things if i'm in love i allow my heart to feel it if i uh, i'm hurt by something it uh, it affects my uh, day you know so i think i would i would say i try to balance it out by just uh, being thankful and grateful for the opportunities and the and probably looking forward for what new is coming forward so i think I just, my mental health sorry, sorry. so yeah. yeah i i i try to keep my balance that way um just by being thankful and looking forward to what's coming up that's that's really great and it's been helpful for us and so do, do you have any tips for for our viewers about what some of the other mental health tips that you can give that yes, you yes 100% yeah. uh i think from my experience i have figured that uh, taking a lot of stress in life is not really worth it and uh, life is short and you should try to be happy as much as you can um if you're not happy that's completely fine leech on to someone else's happiness be happy for them um and uh, if you are in a position to uh, you know uh, be a shoulder for someone you should always be uh, because you never know you might need one and at that time if no one's there you know how horrible it feels um, nevertheless um, i think just try to be happy all the time and uh, just keep doing good stuff don't do things which yourself be it anything that's all i can say that's exactly or what you were seeking from your answers like you know do things that would you know be helpful for you and you know self love self care is very yeah. important uh only then you'll be able to face other people and you know give the same back to them so we have here come to our last question and it's for our viewers and okay. uh you to you know give a few uh, ways and uh, for the viewers who want to 
you know go ahead with their passion but they get uh, pulled out with uh, you know the career with jobs and responsibilities and you know they ignore their passions so you know, what would you give what advice would you give them you know to go ahead with their passion in life i think if you are watching and if you're really young try out a lot of things uh, before you get to the point of life where you have to have to work because uh, you have to support yourself uh, but if you are um, uh, if you've already passed that stage and um, um, you know are already working and you've invested your time and day and energy effort your mind your education into something and you still have passion um, always try to exercise it uh, i think exercising it will multiply your talents um, the more you keep doing it uh, the better you will get at it so uh, that's the only thing i mean uh, please do not quit your job and suddenly jump onto this i don't think that's a wise decision it's not an easy place to be you got to give lot more hours uh, than your 8 hours of shift uh, to be here but uh, you can always allot a certain time and keep working on it but never not exercise it because sometimes it can be stressful the more but but the more you keep doing it over and over again you will eventually uh, come to a part of uh, part of life where that might start feeling therapeutic to you uh, like for example music or art or painting cycling or just riding a bike or anything of that sort just keep doing it over and over again but yeah if you're young and uh, if you have the opportunity to do things explore and uh, once you find out what you really love doing what gives you a lot of joy um instead of going the uh, way where uh, our education society or society says that go find a job you know what try to look at this as you have to invest 8 hours in a particular subject so instead of going into that particular subject invest 12 hours into what you love doing that extra 4 hours and the effort you religiously put in will start showing up and um eventually maybe you don't have to look for a job anymore um why i say this is because there are you don't have to have a job to earn money you need to have a mindset of being an opportunist opportunist and figuring out how you can uh, make it uh, as we speak in 2021 there are lots of opportunities where you can make money online and fuel your passion so if you're young always consider um, you know learning all these things from the internet instead of watching tiktok and reels videos instead of being just a regular consumer try to put your time into all this but yeah on the other side uh, even if you want to quit your job and stuff like that if you see a lot of big youtubers uh, they do earn a lot of money but not not because of their youtube videos because they have figured out the art of making money online in uh, and there are different streams to it that is why they do what they do and they are just chilling and we are working 
so don't quit your job look at those opportunities um and slowly just um uh, get into it uh i think i'm in a safe space to say that i am learning this process i have been learning this for the past 3 to 4 years i haven't succeeded 100% at it but i know that all i need to do is do the same thing over and over again during this pandemic i have helped a lot of people to uh, set up something that way so yep you can always reach out to me and if i, I will try to find the time to uh, help out sometime or if not just use google and youtube and uh, people have been doing it over and over again just figure it out just to share so just to share your social media information we will be putting it down in the description link and also on your screens so you can connect with uh, gladson anytime you want and absolutely. i guess he'll help you any way possible absolutely thank you so much gladson for joining us today it was a very insightful conversation that we had and you know we could go beyond your profession to know the journey that you've been through and you know so we are glad to know your story and i hope you inspire a lot of other people through this show that would be great thank you so much hana and akash it's been a pleasure being here um and everyone who's watching this please subscribe to their channel and support them cuz um you know you don't have a lot of people in the field of psychology doing this and they're trying to dig out our brains and <laughs> getting out the best things so you can understand a lot more than just know what is going on ahead cuz yes social medias uh and all these things just show the front end but uh, amazing people like Uh, Hannah and Akash are digging out the pe- people's brains to, you know, uh, bring you to the other side of the spectrum. So subscribe okay. to their YouTube channel and uh, yeah, thank you, thank you for having me on the show. Being a musician is very artistic, and you need a lot of help from others to keep on uh, on with your passion. Music needs both talent and practice, and we all hope that who uh, those who want to get into this. will put their heart into it and here's a video of gladson playing one of his favorite songs the tip of the day is keep your mind occupied so that it will be helpful to control your overthinking and your your thoughts you also like to tell you about finite hand where we have special sessions for people who need it we have also a lot of happy customers and we wish to do the same for the coming year थैंक यू फॉर ज्वाइनिंग